0: Thought Bubble Audio.
1: Hey, and welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as he is every week, is my friend Tim, who is uh, the co-host
0: of the most-reviewed Supergirl podcast on iTunes. Hi, how are you, Tim? Hi, I'm good. That had nothing to do with this episode, and I was confused, but that's okay. <laughs> I tied it back. Yeah, you did. I, I had a plan. It. You did. How's it okay, going? good. Very well, very well. How
1: are See, you this week? I actually am gonna ask you how you are doing. Last week, I am like last week where you just blew right past me. Well, you know, last week you uh, you were uh, you were trying a little too hard. You know, you were you asked for it, so I wasn't gonna just give in that easily. That's but, rude, uh, but that's okay. Well, you are rude. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, we have uh, a lot of great uh, listener feedback, a lot of follow up that I'd like to to try to touch on. So, what do you what do you say we dive in? I say I'm ready. All right, let's do it. So uh, this first one comes from Angie. Uh, She says she really liked last week's intense uh, intense action scene, but she's getting a little tired. Uh, She thinks that Kara is getting a little annoying, and she's hoping that uh, the writers would make her a little more mature this year. Uh, She says she's acting a little bit like a teen, uh, and the little sister vibe is just weird coming from a grown woman. The character's Mm. in a little bit of a funk, uh, and her, her whole supporting cast has development week after week. Uh and so that's what Angie that's what Angie says. Interesting take. Um uh, you know she we've we've kind of alluded to this a little bit that she is acting a little less mature than than she could be maybe.
0: Um what do you think? Um I don't fully disagree with that. Um but I don't I think this episode actually she kind of like there was character development for her in this particular episode like it did push forward. So maybe last week I would have agreed more. Mm-hmm. Um But this week, I think we we, especially at the end of the episode, we've kind of she did grow a little and she did recognize something about herself. And there is development with the cast and her. So I'm going to I'm going to say that that was true. But you can't have your main character develop too quickly because then the show is over and you're you're, you're going to run out of stories to tell them you know i agree so you can't have you know it's it's basically week to week you know yeah. in their life so you can't like people don't mature that quickly in real right. life right so um so yeah I, I i think angie has a point
1: but i agree with you too that you know there's i think the truth lies somewhere in the middle right like maybe they're not developing her as quickly as we'd like but there is some you know some realism to that and there is some merit to that at the same time yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Cool. Thanks, Angie. Uh, next one comes from Adriana in Mexico City. Uh, she says uh, that she loves listening to the podcast. Makes her uh, rides to college way more fun. Um, she wants to run a theory by us. How plausible plausible do we think uh, it is that Lena could become the big bad villain of the season? Um, now, you know, she she points out a couple of uh, basically uh, the uh, parallels to the uh, Lex and Clark relationship, which we saw explored a little bit uh, in this episode tonight, Luther's. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, how, how likely do we think that maybe over the long, the long arc of this season, or maybe a, a couple of seasons, how, how likely do we think that Lena could end up being sort of
0: the, the Lex to, uh, to Kara's Clark? Um, I, I think this episode alluded to that. Not a lot, uh, but certainly by the certain by the end of the episode, there is definitely there's this overarching sense that maybe, you know, she's not as clean mm. as the episode or Kara believes her to be. And so I don't know. Maybe she, I don't know if she'd become the big bad this season um, even. But I think that she has potential to become one later, I, especially especially now that she's learned that she is a Luther like it's in her yes. blood. And yeah, so yes, like she can't escape that Luther destiny the way that she originally thought she could. I
1: very much agree with what you just said. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think maybe not this season, but, but I think in the longer term, it's, it's very possible. And, and I think they're starting to set that up. So, uh, yeah, I, I, we're, we're in agreement on that one. Um, thank you, Adriana. Cool to know that you're listening to us in Mexico. It is very uh, cool. Yeah, uh, Manusha wrote to us and said, uh, as soon as Kara professes her love to Monel, the aliens that are looking for Monel will take him away. Uh, she will then know that he is the Prince of Daxam. I think that might be a pretty cool, a pretty cool prediction. Uh, I think that we could be seeing that pretty soon. And I think that would be pretty cool to actually see that come come to pass. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah I like that. Very good. I like that. So thank you, thank you, Manusha. Uh moving on um our our next one comes from lee um so lee uh, had some very nice things to say about the show um uh, she she said that that uh, you know as a woman it's nice to hear two guys talk with respect and excitement for a female hero um, so thank you, Lee, for, for that. Um, and she said that in the Martian Chronicle, she was focused on the interpersonal relationships. And she, she talks a lot about, about a lot of the relationships, but I want to focus specifically she's saying it's tough to watch Kara struggle, um, with her feelings for Monel, especially when you can relate. But at the end of the day, it's more inviting. Than anything to its audience you're essentially saying you're not alone even our favorite heroes have to deal with this kind of uncertainty which is pretty great Mm -hmm. um so ultimately this episode really nailed the intricacies of interpersonal relationships not to mention the badass stunts and acting that took place during the uh deo lockdown so i thought that was a really cool uh point of view on that because yeah i think often we see it very buttoned up and very easy and and people sort of you know, know, know how they feel about someone maybe maybe the relationship can't happen for other reasons unrequited love or whatever but um, but her just struggling through her feelings is something that we don't necessarily see a whole lot of so um, I thought that was a pretty cool point that it's, it's cool to see your heroes going through the same problems that you are
0: yeah I agree I think that's why I, I think that's why you and I I mean I'm sure hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other people like superheroes right you know they're they do these huge courageous acts but if you boil them down to you at your level you can also be the hero of your own life do your own courageous acts in your own life all that stuff that's what resonates within you so it's good
1: agreed she also points out uh at the uh <laughs> when when wind saves the reactor from exploding at the end of last week's episode um a message flashes on the screen and says core stabilized except there's a typo and it doesn't say core stabilized it says core stabilized oh, that's <laughs> simple awesome typo but it's she sent us a screenshot and it's it's true it's it's there it is it's that's pretty funny it's uh you know even even the people who work on the show are uh are are, are are not
0: perfect and they make mistakes so that's, that's
1: kind of funny to see that
0: maybe uh maybe the screen doesn't fit that many letters. And so you had to, so they had to cut it down. Tim's head cannon, everyone. <laughs> hey, look, no <laughs> one right. said, no one said that you can't make stuff up.
1: It's true. It's true. We do it all the time on the show. Um, we mentioned Alex's gun. as she came out and said, you know, I, I love, I love, I mentioned how much I love my new gun. Uh, and, uh, we were sort of like, where'd that, where'd that come from? Like where'd that gun come from? Uh, well, Ellen wrote to us to point out that it's this—it's the gun she called Dibs on uh, when she rescued Kara from Maldoria, Slaver's Moon. Uh, she picked uh, up the gun and goes, oh, I got Dibs. So that's the same gun. Gotcha. So, okay. Uh, so that's a little bit of continuity coming back. So she has mentioned it before. Just okay. a couple episodes prior. Fantastic. Uh, Tiffany says, uh, "I like your point about having a tool to be able to tell aliens and Martians apart from humans." She points out that that's uh, what Lena Lena brought that uh, mm, up yep. in in episode three uh, when she wants to scan scan people's fingers and Kara destroys it before it's tested on her. Um, she's saying, "Is that were, were you talking about that? Were you talking about something different?" I was talking more about something different that like only the DEO would have for like you know weaponized or not even weaponized but sort of like you know special secret spy purposes um but that's a good point that we have seen that tech and that it was destroyed so um
0: good point tiffany thank you for thank you for bringing that one up yeah it is yeah i i was with you i was thinking more like um disguise tracker you know like almost like a i don't know like a cat scan or an Mm x-ray kind of thing that like oh it shows the real shape of you you know
1: yeah, 3D yeah 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 I, I like that you,
0: you know yep, that would be scan cool. scan the room for the for the fugitive alien
1: yes and only like kind of proprietary DEO property not like a more public thing like like mm-hmm. Lena wanted it to want to be um, yeah very cool very cool I've got one last email here and it comes from our, our friend Larry Tang uh, co-producer on Smallville uh, on Supergirl oop, oop, Smallville huh yeah uh, <laughs> Leave it to me. No, uh, Larry. Larry uh, wrote uh, into. Uh, I feel like this is like like the the corrections or uh, kind of setting the record straight here. Larry says. Um, so we mentioned Jesse Graf. Um, she was actually not Melissa's stunt double. She was Maxima last season. Um, so he's setting the record straight there. And then uh, we someone had written in and say, oh, it said Martian might be. Um, uh hungarian or some language kind of kind of uh spoken incorrectly and he says that it's actually uh icelandic that they it's, it's they derive it from icelandic so um cool stuff cool That's stuff thank cool. you larry for for you know for, for continuing to listen first of all and and for writing in uh as, as often as you do we really appreciate it so that'll, I think, uh, put the put the lid on the uh, on the mailbag for today, because mailbags have lids. And uh, yep, uh, not that I'm mixing <laughs> metaphors the, or anything. Yeah, nope. And thank you guys to everyone who wrote in. All bags uh, have lids. You all, nailed it. That's yeah. it. All bags have lids. Yeah. It's the bag lid. Yeah. I don't I don't see a problem. It's yeah. going to be big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun. exactly. All right so uh that's it for mail uh thank you guys so much everyone who wrote in we we read every single one we respond as often as we can and we and we read them on the podcast on the podcast as often as we can The but, podcast uh, podcast yeah. as often as we come no. uh, but please continue to send uh, your thoughts on the show to supergirl tv talk at gmail.com and we will continue to to read them thank you so much um for doing that before we dive into the episode I want to take a second here and say a quick thank you to our friends over at Supergirl.tv who make the show possible. Um, They are the best site on the internet for Supergirl fans. They are the place where you're going to find recaps and reviews uh, very well written and and posted very quickly after an episode airs. You're going to find videos. You're going to find set photos. They've been posting a lot. Uh, recently, If you go there right now, a lot of behind-the-scenes photos, set photos of episodes coming way down the pike. I'm talking about the musical episode and, and beyond even, um, well into March. So um, really, really cool. The, the stuff that they're able to, to find and put all in one place. They just redesigned the site. It's gorgeous. Please take a look. It's, it's beautiful. You're, you're not going to be disappointed. The content is amazing. The community of fans who run it uh, are amazing. They just do an outstanding job. So Take a look, check them out supergirl.tv, follow them on Twitter at Supergirl TV site uh, and you'll get all the up-to-date uh, updates, all the latest news as it breaks. So thank you very much to supergirl.tv for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk. What's inside your little red book? Little red book, little red book. Let's uh, let's let's get into things.
0: Supergirl season 2 episode 12. Luther's No, nah, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't <laughs> do it. Luther's is the name. name. There I did it for you. Um it you it almost sounds like you're singing um uh sepsis's lament from S- Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella. Oh. Huh. It kind of has that bum, 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 ba, da, 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 da. It has that was, same kind of I was kind of going for Who's afraid of the big bad wolf, but Oh, that also makes sense. The Big Bad Luthers. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Supergirl Season 2, Episode 12, entitled Luthers, uh, premiering on February 13th, 2017, directed by Tanya McKeeran and written by Robert L. Ravner and Cindy Lichtman. Lichtman. That's hard to say. All right. So I was laughing to myself at the beginning of this episode because last week you had said, do you think we'll see a young Lex Luthor? And I was like, (laughs) nah. First character we see. 20 years ago young lex Luthor. yep literally <laughs> the first thing we see yeah and that checkmate
1: reference right up front young Which lex check- and a checkmate reference right right off the bat
0: uh say it out loud Checkmate. Besides, oh when she was playing checkmate <laughs> no oh. no
1: he's uh he and his mom were playing check we're playing check uh
0: chess and he doesn't and, say che- he doesn't does he say checkmate yeah i think he does oh okay cool yeah. okay because she or maybe does. his mom did i can't one of them did well, she says, "Like I'm gonna, I have to teach you this other strat. Like I want to teach you this strategy sure. now, sure. which I didn't have time to look it up before this because I, I didn't go back to check the beginning of the episode. But I, if somebody can actually, if one one of the listeners can, what's the name of the strategy that she says she's going to teach Lex? And does it hold a significant? Like, what is the strategy, and does it does it thematically fit into Lena's story? Gotcha. Like what she's going to do? Because I. Yep. Like, it would be very unlike this show to just say a random one without having fit th- thematically. But I couldn't; I didn't have time to look it up before we recorded. So I'm not um, a chess player, but I I was wondering throughout the
1: episode at the beginning, and then again at the end when we saw you know little baby Lena playing playing chess, I was mm-hmm. wondering, and even even when adult Lena had the chessboard in, in her in her uh, office, I was wondering if any of the like the ways the pieces were laid out had any kind of significance um to, to to anything um it's possible said, i'm i'm not yeah. a chess
0: player so i'm not I mean, either I so i don't know i can't i can't play but i will lose every time yeah. uh so um so there's that so, so if anyone knows send us an email i'd love to know yeah okay so young lex is playing chess with with mom and you also said do you think he'll be called lionel uh mr dad luther I and in and co- and, and comes lionel luther i was so uh, excited i was excited for you um <laughs> i liked that lionel was bald to show that lex's baldness is yes. hereditary yes yeah i thought that was kind of i thought that was fun um you know it's not like i lost it because of kryptonite poisoning or right. because of a meteor shower or because of this i <laughs> just, just went hereditary. bald. i just went bald um and so so uh, Lionel brings in young Lena and basically like she's going to be part of the family now and uh, Lillian is like we talked about this he's like we did and this is what we're doing yep and I was like "Ooh, Lionel's laying down the law that's not oh going to end well for anybody um, don't mess with daddy Luther no because it, the impression that I got from their conversations about Lionel in this show later later on in this episode is that he like, certainly wasn't a great man, but he wasn't a evil man the way that maybe Lillian is or that Lex is or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't clear. It wasn't explicit. It could be. I, I feel like the Luthers are always... They're always evil. Like, there's yeah. always, like, a, a bad streak. Um, Although there are certain versions of the story where, like, Lex kills his parents and they're essentially
0: innocent. Um, But, you know, it kind of... certainly not this story not this story not this story yeah well maybe we don't know what happened to Lionel. but anyway we're getting hung up on the very beginning of this episode so um so lillian is on she's she's on trial and it's all over the news a lot of news watching in this episode you notice that yes a lot of news a lot of news watching um and so we're at the we're at the uh the cantina and uh monel and cara have a little bit of an awkward encounter so Um, awkward yeah it's like oh yeah you know how's things with eve and glad we're on the same page and yeah. we just we forgot how to talk to one another and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know you know it's like they awkwardly broke up even though they weren't dating
1: <laughs> they never, yeah exactly it was yeah. it was like sort of like so i'm fine how are you every everything's fine here how are you
0: yeah i'm fine i'm fine how are you yeah yeah, yeah. um and so it's all about eve but it's not really all about eve. Uh,
1: i see what you did there
0: yeah, I know. I'm, I'm fun like that. Uh so it's a lot of it's a lot of awkwardness. But then we we go to uh, uh, Jean, Wynn, James and then Car at the at the table, and Jean is missing Magan. And even though it's not central to this episode, I'm glad that he says it here. You know, like I haven't been here since you know Magan left, and you right. know it's still it's still weighing him down. Like it ha- we haven't forgotten this yet, even though it just happened last episode. It doesn't really say what the gap of time is between I would imagine that there's a significant gap of time the way that they talk about it you know like as Mana says oh like I miss training with you and stuff like that you know if it's only been a week then maybe you know you know they're like something fun and exciting doesn't happen every Monday you know what I mean right, like right. it's got to be spaced out somehow right. um so I like that so they're all waiting for Alex to to show up with her new boyfriend. Uh or so and, they think. Yeah. And so oh, what does he do? And oh uh, the new the new relationship is a cop, and you know, say, like, oh of course, Alex can't date anybody who doesn't carry a gun. And Maggie shows up and and Wynn and and James are slightly flabbergasted, where they're just like, Oh, just got yeah, hey, that's that's something. And but I my favorite was Jean's response where he's like, Look, you knew? Of course I knew. I'm psychic. That was yeah. the best. That was, that was the best. That was one of the best lines of the whole episode. Yeah, I agree. That was my favorite moment from this episode actually. Of course I knew. I was psychic. Yeah. And actually, like, "Why didn't you say anything? It's not my place to say anything." Yeah. You yeah. know, it's great, but he says, "You know, good for you." You know. Uh, yeah.
1: I think that they all uh, James and Wynn especially since they actually didn't know, they they struck the right balance of like surprised but not like wait what you mean you like girls like they they were just they were surprised because they didn't know but they weren't overly surprised to the point of like why do you have a problem with that
0: yeah no I agree it was the perfect amount of acceptance I think yes yes yeah flabbergasted but acceptance it was really good I actually really liked Monell's uh yes. response to the whole thing where he was like Man. yeah. I get, uh, what is that you know what I mean? normal
1: on this planet the more yeah.
0: the, where I'm from just, it's the more the merrier right I, I really I enjoyed yeah I mean because he's just like that bumbling goofy little you know like I don't get it you know yeah. I don't get your earth customs ha ha, <laughs> yeah. ha. I'm Mork Meet me. you know and then, <laughs> um, yeah yeah so um, so uh, Maggie challenges went to a game of pool and he's like yeah of course I play pool and everyone's like shut up no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You're an idiot. It's, it's geometry with sticks. Like That was I got a good this. line, too. It was good. And he definitely cannot play pool.
1: No, he definitely cannot.
0: No. Um. But while all this is happening, Kara says to James that she wants to go see uh, Lena. You know, I think this would be, she's my friend. I want to go support her. And he's like, oh, no, I don't think you should do that because of the protection that I need to give you and stuff. And she's like, no, no. I don't care. I'm go freaking away. supergirl. Let me go see my friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it anyway. And you know, Maggie doesn't know I'm the guardian, right? And she's like, Nope, lucky for you, because then you'd be in prison. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and he's like, cool, that'll be a thing one day. Yep, sure yeah. will. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, Yeah, so it's all good. So um so we learn that Lena has testified against her mom you know, for saying, you know, and Telling the truth, she's because apparently Lillian did not treat her well, as we've kind of alluded to before. Yes. Um, yes. and so it's like it's tough for Lena, but it's like maybe not the toughest thing she's ever done. I think this right. kind of episode kind of puts her through the ringer. Yeah. More than testifying. Um, car is cute and brings her a box of donuts. Um, because she's human, mm-hmm. Lena. Um, and thus starts another another saga of heart to hearts. In yes, this. it's true. Yeah. that is another heart to heart. Yeah, but when
1: she, I, there was something that felt almost foreshadowy when she about said the donuts. No, well, no, about, about yes, about the donuts because it came full circle, and the episode ended with them talking. No, I'm kidding. Um yeah. <laughs> when she said like, "Well, I am human," I was like, "Is is that foreshadowing that maybe she's not?"
0: Mm-hmm. No, nah, I think she is. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, unless Probably. the most affa- likely unless the affair that Lionel had was with an alien. It could be, could have been, but that's really the that's it. That's all. Or, or maybe that was a story that her mother made up. That's very possible. Like maybe she's adopted. Maybe she's an adopted alien like like Kara is, and that's why she doesn't actually like her. Maybe that's why. So Lillian doesn't actually like her because she's an adopted alien as maybe. opposed to
1: because she hates aliens. I don't know. And
0: mm-hmm. she wants to have
1: her as a really like secret weapon.
0: That's I don't know,
1: that's 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 very much reaching. I am I will fully admit, but just that little moment of, it felt like maybe that's like a red herring. But anyway, could be they had to talk about how her mom was a monster to her and and treated her terribly, and she was questioning like, did I do the right thing, Kara? Like, did I you know should I have like run back into her arms? Should I have been more loyal because she is my mom, but she's also terrible? Like, uh, I hope I did the right thing by testifying.
0: Yeah, and I I I think she, she. I think she did the right thing, but I also like Kara's response of, you know, well, I, you know, I spend a lot of my time wishing I could talk to people who I can't. So mm. she's still here, so maybe you should go see her, right? You know, don't don't live a life of regret. But it turns out that advice made Lena regret a lot of things. So yes, it did. So, Kara, with best intentions, may not always be right. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, but as as you
1: say, good intentions. You know, she's trying. She's trying to help a friend.
0: Yeah. Normally, that would be good. But, you know, most of our parents aren't mad scientists. So, you know, what are you going to do? Don't speak for yourself. I I can't speak for everybody, Frank. I just can only speak for myself. God, Tim. I know. So, Lena confronts Lillian. uh, And Lillian's like, no, I don't want to fight. I don't. uh, Your hair looks dumb, but I don't want to fight. You know, (laughs) Uh, those shoes don't go with that outfit, but I I don't want to fight. You know, (laughs) all stuff stuffs that Lillian does. Um, And so I like this conversation that Lillian holds Lionel as a saint, um, and but he actually like disliked Lillian and he had an affair after Lex was born and she is the product of that other other woman who passed away and that's why Lionel takes her in and all that stuff. So she is in fact a real Luther. I thought that I thought the conversation was done well. It didn't it didn't feel for a lot of exposition, it didn't feel too exposition-y. You know, yeah, what I mean, it, it felt like an authentic story, which is why maybe I I think I think she's telling the truth. You I, know, just because yeah, she's a yeah. just because she's a Luther doesn't mean she has to lie all the time. That's the tr- true. The that's truth, true. the truth can also get you what you want.
1: Like I said, I'm very much reaching with that theory. I'm not. I'm not. Do not write that down as a frank prediction. That is not a prediction. Mm, okay, it
0: was just a, a moment of my wonder. Hmm. Okay. Well, interesting. Um, I like Lena is a reminder of uh lionel's betrayal you know like that's and that's really why she hates maybe that's why lillian is not so nice to her um yep. and that's why she adores lex a lot you know yes. because she doesn't even have in 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 lillian's mind, she doesn't have lionel anymore she only has lex you know that's she right. only has her baby boy so you can understand her like obsessive attachment to him um and I'm not saying, it's never to say that Lex isn't smart or anything like that, because we can, I think everybody can agree in a comic community that Lex Luthor is very smart. Yes. Um, but he's he's just also very wrong about a lot of things. What do you think? I'm talking a lot.
1: Uh, I think you're talking a lot. No, I, I don't actually. I think, um, I think you're right. So she she even specifically says like, you look like your mother. You look like your biological mother. So like every time I look at you, I see her. Even though she also um, kind of looks like Lillian, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but but yeah, I, I, you know, in her Lionel, has got a type. It's fine. He, he clearly does. In Lillian's position, you'd you'd probably feel the same way of like you know I I I see every time I look at you, I
0: see the 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 thing your father did. You know, right? Um, and that's that's not. An inhuman reaction, either you know, no, to to have it's that, a pretty you know. natural reaction. She's a she's a constant reminder, except that Lillian is a little not so cuckoo, so she kind of takes it to right. the extreme. Exactly. Um. So and then we see, so we then we flash, so we get we see John Corbin, otherwise known as Metallo, get some mm-hmm. kryptonite in prison. My question is, he functions on kryptonite. Yes. So how so, is he? How yes. is he moving and stuff without it?
1: yes exactly how was he alive like yeah yeah i i don't i don't know i don't know i think
0: we just gotta we're we're supposed brush to right by past. that i think i think that's what we're supposed to do okay he's got a he's got some d batteries in there yeah. i'm sure sure yeah i don't know yeah i didn't even actually it's funny because i didn't think about it during the episode it was only afterwards i was like wait he can't move like he's not supposed to be able to function without it. That's right. his power source. If it's not there, then he's not doing anything. So how is he just be doing stuff, being Doesn't alive? Doesn't
1: make sense. Doesn't okay. Make sense.
0: So, but anyway, so flashes to him testifying in court, and he rattles off a lot of an, uh, anti alien sentiment. You know. Yes. You know he's like he's pretty. I mean, he's already in prison, so he has no. You know, it's like no harm in confessing, I guess. But he is just ready to be like, this is what I believe. I am fully in support of her. I'm here testifying cuz you made me basically. Yep. yep. Um and then he's like, "Nah, let me show you how dangerous I am." And then it looks like he kryptonite blasts the prosecutor. Yes. Um cuz she was going to treat him as a hostile witness and he's all yep. like, "I'll hostile. show you a hostile witness." Actually, it's funny because I every whenever I see that in a court, I think of the I think of the Dark Knight uh when Harvey Dent is testifying or when Harvey is prosecuting that guy uh, in court, part of the Maroni gang. Yep. And he's like, hostile, I'll show you hostile. And that's that's what I, I was like, well, maybe he'll say that. <laughs> and I, he was pretty close. It was, it was pretty, pretty close. close. It was the same basic sentiment. Yeah. Um, I thought it's funny because this episode goes into, you know, the, the synthetic kryptonite. And he the more he uses it, the more it's combustible it is. Because before they said that, I was like, he's using that chest blast a lot in this episode yeah like a lot and i i I did it didn't bother me that he was using it a lot but i thought it was i thought it was funny and then they were like oh no it's going critical and i was like "Mm, makes sense why he's using it a lot then yeah you know yeah Mm. exactly yeah so so metallo frees lillian he's like let's get out of here babe we got some cat cadmusing to do um and kara being there in the court you know to watch ever it all happen, is like i'm gonna do supergirl stuff and uh we get also also journalist stuff though makes sense that she'd be in the courtroom oh yeah i don't have a problem i'm not saying it's bad that she's in the courtroom no 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 i'm saying like she's now she's gonna do supergirl stuff oh yes because she's because she's already there um otherwise she would be there as supergirl yes um And so, but, so it's the classic save me or save the people scenario, a classic superhero trope. You know what that made me think of? Oh, Spider-Man. We are who we we choose to be. be. Now Now choose. Yep. Oh, yeah. Made me think of that, too. Okay. Yep. Every time. Never fails. Every time. Never fails. Never fails. Works Um, every time. Works every time. Works 60% of the time, every time. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Um... And so, so the crane is going to, so it's a crane fall, like save the people or capture Lillian. She chooses the crane, which was a really cool effect. I thought like the crane falling, but then the, the, the angle that it was shot where she gets hit with it, flying into the building. So like past the camera, that was really well done. Like it really nicely done. Yeah. It looked great. Like from start to finish. And then even the crane falling and her catching it. And then putting it down, how it flipped between the CG imagery right into her putting a real piece down. It yes. was really, it was really well done.
1: They did a really nice job with it. That shot of her like flying, hold, holding it up over her head, and like just f- gradually coming down mm-hmm. was really, really nice. It reminded me of something. Maybe it, Superman it, it, Returns. It reminded, you of him catch,
0: it, it reminded you of him catching the globe. Yeah, right. the Globe. Yeah. The Globe the, the Globe and uh the Car. And the Car, classic action yeah. comics number one. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um yeah. I yeah, I liked it a lot. It looked mm-hmm. great. Um and so Metallo and Lillian Escape, you know, as, as expected. So um so cars is like, I gotta go see Lena. I gotta go I I gotta go see my friend, you know, right. see what's on the dealio and she gets there and then maggie shows up and she's like we have this video proof that you have kryptonite because you were the only other person to be in that visitor prison there and so you probably gave it to him while visiting your mama and so that's how this is going to work and you're under arrest it's so like did they have did they have a warrant did they have because she was like here let me show you this thing oh now you're under arrest you know yes they must have they must have had a warrant for her arrest because of the video yeah okay um just checking and so, um, so that's all sad. And Kara watches that. And so she goes back to Katko and Snapper and James are like, Lena's going on the cover, you know. So, yeah. So I, I,
1: we've been talking all season about how Kara is not separating, not being objective enough as a reporter and yep. not separating like her feelings from the facts. And I feel like in this scene and, Putting aside what happens later in the episode for a second here, she is wrong to jump to Lena's defense so quickly because there was literally a video. Yep. It's reasonable that everyone is like, oh, she did it because there's literally video.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I I mean, it's nice it's nice that she It's nice that she's supporting her friend, and it turns out she's right, which is which is also all well and fine. Yes. But but logically she should not have correct that vid that vid there was video evidence that you know was very well doctored um and but i mean there's also everybody has the luther bias all at the same time that's and
1: that's that's very true that's
0: very true oh she's a luther she's guilty you know and there was evidence to support her guilt Mm -hmm. but uh but um but yeah you
1: make you make a good point that they were they were jumping to conclusions too yeah. Um, a funny her? thing that I noticed very much in the background as this scene started, when Snapper is is walking up to her, he's like shouting in the background to other reporters and everything, mm-hmm. and he says, "We're the Fourth Estate, not Reddit," which is exactly the same line he said in episode four of this season. <laughs> so I thought that was very funny. They That's, wrote that back. That's like his catchphrase that he
0: says all the time: "We're the Fourth Estate, just, we're not Reddit." Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's I love good. that. That's good. I I didn't even I don't remember him saying that at all in episode four. So good for you. Good for you. Do you want a shirt that says that? Kind of. Cool. Maybe for your birthday. Next. year. It should year. be something about like where you know, I
1: don't know. So something about podcasting instead. Where the I
0: don't know. I don't, I don't know what the podcast equivalent of, of the Fourth Estate is, but I don't either. Somebody the, somebody the, give the, us a suggestion. Yeah. Or just make us a shirt and send it to us. That that too. I don't know. PO Box eight five seven one three zero nine. Yeah yeah. One yine. two
1: one three four. Yeah, send good. it to Zoom.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So it turns out that uh, Eve is not really dating Monel. It's not all about Eve. No, but that, it's that, not. That, that that first date went horribly. Like he talked about Kara the whole time and she was yeah. like, why are you talking about me? We weren't even dating. And she, and he was like, uh, huh, you weren't dating. Mm-hmm. Stop talking about your ex. Yeah. Um, what do you, do do you think Monel self-sabotaged the date or it was subconscious? I think it was, uh, you know, well-meaning. It was sincere. Like
1: he just, He just subconsciously, like, he just kept going back to the topic of Kara because he's obsessed with her. Um, And so, yeah, I don't think it was intentional, like, he was torpedoing the date. I think it was just he kept talking about the girl he actually likes, and he ruined the date with this other girl. Yep. Yep,
0: it happens. It happens. happens. I talk about you all the time when... Yeah. Yeah, when I'm with everybody. So I think I sabotage every conversation with your name. That's unfortunate. That's You should... You should stop. How do I do that, Frank?
1: Uh, I
0: don't know. I don't know. Maybe don't. Oh, good. Good advice. Yeah. Good. That's just yeah. as good as Kara's advice. Good. That's my advice. Okay. So, um, the date was bad. So, Metallo is going to break Lena out of prison, which makes her definitely look a little guiltier. Mm-hmm. But who's there? Oh, it's Guardian for some Guardian versus Metallo action, which was pretty sweet. Pretty cool. Guardian loses. Um, I want to say I don't want to say of course or naturally because he he did hold his own. Um, but I did think like mm, Metallo fought Superman and Supergirl last time and they were barely holding their own. Yeah. S- so I thought it was. I thought it was very interesting that he could do that even with you know special wind armor. But it turns mm-hmm. out that Metallo is not as strong as he normally is. They make mention of it in the episode yes. because it looks like he's got some synthetic kryptonite and that it's hurting him in some way. They haven't perfected the formula for that synthetic kryptonite. No, they have not. Um. So, well... An important plot point later, I would imagine. It will be, yes. I don't have to imagine. I saw it. I was there. <laughs> we watched the episode. We did. We were in the room where it happened. Uh, do, do 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 Where it happened. The room where it happened. Lena guilty, except for Kara. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Lena, uh, is assumed guilty by everyone because that's the that's the kind of people they are. She's uh, a Luther. Yep. And except for Kara, and she's like, "I'll solve this crime." Fine, Scooby Doo gang solves yeah. crime.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um I think and so James kinda James kinda goes after her as he's getting patched up in the DEO because, you know, the DEO does everything now. Yeah. Um yeah, you know, apparently. Apparently. Uh and he says and he says, you know, Clark and Lex were friends for years before, you know, Clark finally had to be like, you know, I'm not gonna believe in you anymore. Right. And I think that that is a very important thing. I think that's a very important point to make for the episode, but also for the mythology of this little universe that, yes. you know, they've established this is the relationship that Clark and and Lex had. Let's talk about that for a second. Go, You go first.
1: I, I really like it when they bring in these things and explain, because sometimes you don't know what take they're going to have. You don't know what um, angle that they're going to go with uh, on, on these things. If, mm-hmm. With the mythology, if it's going to be... Uh, they were friends they were friends as far back as when they were growing up in smallville or they met later you know you never know how those things are going to work is his dad named lionel is he evil is he bald mm-hmm. like all these kind of things uh it's nice when they bring these things in so i like when they give us clarity and they explain that yes in this universe clark and lex were friends something happened lex went crazy um and Superman had to turn his back on him and, and mm-hmm. in fact fight him as we hear Lillian
0: saying that she blames Superman for what happened to Lex. Yep. Yeah. Um. I agree with I, I mean, I agree with I agree with all that. But I think it also adds it adds weight to who emailed us in about Lena being the big bad possibly later in the season. Um, but, you know, like that we talked about that kind of in the email. But, you know, so there their um cara's life mirrors clark's maybe more than she wants to admit um and so um from a show's perspective or for her her perspective or anything like that but um or it's all there to throw your scent off to throw our scent off too you know it could be a red herring that was adriana's email by the way adriana thank you thank you there was a lot of we had we have many emails several yeah very good thank you for thank you for opening up the mailbag lid yeah i took the lid off of it just to just to check for you thank you very much yeah um i thought james point was also well taken it's like why do you trust her but you don't trust me
1: yeah then that was a valid point uh again from from the point of view of we've been friends you know like she's my friend well we we're friends too why do you trust her and not me um I, I know Superman <laughs> um, I have yeah. experience with these things and with these people but I guess that goes like one of the themes of this episode was you know prejudice right and and not not just um, believing uh, that someone is because someone is because of someone's patterns or because of who they who their family is you shouldn't mm-hmm. just lump them together with uh, with all the other bad guys Yeah. Um, and that's something where all the good guys in this episode, except for Kara, were proven wrong.
0: Um yeah, I agree with I agree I agree with all of that at the same at the same time, but I think this also ties into Kara Kara until the end of this episode is in this place where she's like she doesn't want to trust James. Yeah. Uh, and as as Palmer has said, sisters before misters. Um. <laughs> and, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Very good. Okay. Um. So Monel and Kara get us another heart to heart. She's busy beating up concrete blocks, uh, which is yes. pretty cool. Pretty pretty cool, cool. Pretty epic. Uh, and Kara will not admit her feelings. In that moment, which is, I mean, which is what she does. She does this a couple of times in the episode. She's full of denial. You know, she denies the evidence in front of her, whether it's for Lena, whether it's for James or Monel. All of this stuff is piling up and she's not going to admit it to anybody that maybe she's wrong. Um, Turns out in in Lena's case, she was right. So she doesn't have to admit that she's wrong. Right. And James and Monel, by the end of the episode, she does come to this, you know, like, James, let's just go back to the way things used to be. You know, we dated for two days. We should be fine. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, um, Monel obviously we see something something happen, which we'll get to later. I don't want to talk about right. it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, we we then flip to Lillian. You know, Lillian is responsible for the breakout of Lena, and Lena's like, now I'm just going to look more guilty than I already have. And well, right. yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah that's that's that, that, that's the point um so but i like classic luther move any luther lena manipulated the situation so the crowd can only read it in one way yes you know she doesn't just manipulate she's not even just manipulating lena she's manipulating the the world or at least just national city to yeah. To believe one very particular thing, and so she's like giving, she's giving Lena no choice but to join Cadmus.
1: She's laying out the breadcrumbs that everyone has no, you know, it's very natural for everyone to think that obviously the the Luthers are working together, um,
0: and so it's like, well, they all think you're working with me, you might as well, right? Well, it's almost like she's flipping, like she's flipping the situation from when Lena. Uh, got her arrested and she was like yeah i'm totally gonna work with you and stuff and mm-hmm. you know and she mm-hmm. gave her you know it led to that arrest she's doing that to to lillian or lillian's doing that to lena i'm sorry but so many else ugh, so so many else got get confused plus on top of all of this she really
1: needs lena's blood
0: yeah. So actually, yeah. So we can we can talk about that right now. So Lex's we see Lex's facility. It's in a mountain. Classic supervillain move. Um, yeah. Really. Yeah. It's in. It's monitoring the st- monitoring the stars, and he's got a bunch of them. Actually, when they showed up, I was like, that warehouse is too clean for Cadmus. It should it can't belong to them. <laughs> yeah. 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 That looks sanitary. That can't belong to Cadmus. Um. And it doesn't. It belongs to Lex. And so it turns out that uh. Lillian needs Lena's DNA because she's a Luther to open up the vault with some super cool stuff in it. Yep. Um, and Cyborg Superman was there and it was fun. It came out of nowhere. Didn't expect him to be here there in this episode. And I
1: still don't know why he's calling himself
0: Superman, but. It's fine. Know. It's fine. <laughs> they don't really call him Cyborg Superman here. No, they, they've been calling him Hank. Yeah. The original Hank. So. Yeah. Well, Cyborg Superman is a mouthful. It's true. At the same time. Only he calls himself that. It's like
1: it's like when someone tries to give themselves a nickname, and it's like, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, stop trying to make Cyborg Superman happen. It's not <laughs> going to happen. Um, on Wednesdays, we wear the S crest. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, so he kind of forces Lena to open the vault, uh, and while all of this is happening, when Disco- discovers that cyborg superman was the one that doctored the real footage because he's seen that code before and so he was able to figure out that it was actually the original hank henshaw that right. that um that replaced it there's a real i thought that was interesting digital editing that he could be like i'm gonna make a really authentic looking lena
1: <sighs> it reminded me of like on csi where they're like wait that photo zoom enhance it, that's oh. what it reminded me of. Where it's like you can't do that, like that. What it's, you can't just—that's not how that
0: works. In a world where there's a robot that runs on a meteorite, are you yeah. really going to complain about what video nah. doctoring they can do? You're right. No, I'm not really going to complain. And
1: and you know, I only I only nitpick because I love this show. You know, sure. I feel like sometimes I, we, especially I, tend to nitpick, and it's because I love. It's because I love the show, and like, I like to look for those little, those little things. I find them kind of uh, amusing
0: and, yeah, and no. fun. Yeah. I I, 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 agree. I don't. Sometimes I don't like to see too many of the, the seams, or that. You know what I mean? Sure. Because, you know, I like the illusion. I guess a little. I'm the kind of person who likes to take something apart, see how it works, and try to put it back together again. Yeah. It would have made more sense from maybe a story point or the editing point is that it wasn't the body that that they changed, but it was, in yeah, fact, what face. she was what she was holding. No, sure. So oh, she, oh, oh,
1: you know, oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, she yeah. actually
0: like in that cabinet, she just takes out like a, a file or a donut or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, they put kryptonite over it instead. Sure. like it's just a superimposed. Maybe that would have made more sense. Sure. It doesn't matter. Um, no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Um, but then we also find out that Metallo has the synthetic K and it's unstable, so it's going to blow. Um, and we get to, but we get to Lex's vault that's got some pretty cool stuff in it. Uh, it's got Lex's war suit, which we talked about in the trailer yes, from last week, which we looked did. so good. I was so happy. Um, I mean, they don't use it, and we said that they weren't going to. That was exactly, pretty, yeah. It was pretty but obvious, but, but there it was. Just, there it was. It was pretty. It was pretty, pretty green and purple and yellow. Yep, <laughs> it was. Yep, as it should be, as it should be because classic comic coloring: villains yep. wear green and purple, and heroes wear blue and red, yep. and sometimes yellow. Yep, yep. Good, good stuff. Old four color process. Yep, so good. Um, we also get Vartox's axe. Um, they don't call it that in this episode. She calls it an atomic axe. Yeah, but it's Vartox's we think axe, it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about he? atomic axes are there running around hey you never know no well, they're not really technically running around because they're they don't have legs you know but you <laughs> know what i mean thank you for the clarification you're welcome uh and there's also a black mercy in there which i thought yes. was, which i thought was really cool that was that, really cool that there's another black mercy out there in or on earth i should say and that lex has one is that's pretty cool
1: it's like weaponized you know he's holding on to it as a possible weapon later on i wonder how he got one i
0: would who knows? Who knows? It's Lex Luthor. You never know.
1: For so the man who has everything.
0: Yeah, you get, get it because it's like it, he's yeah. in the story. I, I got you. I yeah. got you. Oh yeah, hey. yeah. You're hey. cl- you're clever. Pat yourself I on know. the back. I can't reach you. I will pat yourself. There you go. For good job. Yeah. You a good boy. So Supergirl shows up, uh, and and uh, Lena's like Sonic grenade, and she's like, Yes, I'm just gonna catch this grenade even though I don't know what it does. Like, <laughs> I know, like throw it up into the hole that you just made in the ceiling. Like you should know, like they're Luthers and it's Metallo and Cyborg Superman. Like you fought them before, you know, they know how to hurt you. They're not dumb enough to throw a regular grenade at you. Like throw it away. She's far too trusting. She's far too trusting. Yeah, it's very good. Um, Lena also is holding a box of something that Lex made, which is yes. very intriguing. She said, "Oh, my darling boy, I didn't know that you finished this." Yes, yeah, in shop class and metal class, <laughs> yeah, um, whatever it is. So it's a box of something, and I'm real curious to see what that is. Something that's probably going to come back. <laughs> It'd be great if it's just a lingering thread. It yeah, is never. We never revisit that tiny metal yeah. box. Um. <laughs> And so, um, that's cool. So. The kryptonite is going critical. We got some fight going on. I actually really liked the intensity of the, like, no, but seriously, Kara, it's going to explode. Like, please. like
1: you're going to die. Yeah. It's a kryptonite atomic bomb.
0: You're going to die. Yeah. And so just when you think it's going to go south for her, Martian Manhunter shows up, which was completely unexpected. I don't know why I didn't expect it. I mean, he was right there. Um, and kryptonite doesn't affect him. Right. So... It makes sense for him to show up, but I figured because it was such a Martian heavy episode last week, and this was yeah. a very effects heavy episode. It was, and the effects were great. They were great. There was even a shot of her flying into the DEO instead of just like here's the exterior, whatever. But it shows her flying right. up the building. We've never that that was that was really good. We don't really, really see cool. stuff like that all the time.
1: Yeah, they they often on shows will kind of try to cut corners, and maybe you don't see her flying in, but you see her just like come in the window or something but but they actually went for the effect like like the effect shot yeah it was awesome Um, i loved it i thought in particular the scene uh the shot of her flying you know at night going to find the luthers when everyone's telling her oh my god it's dangerous you got to get back here turn around now um, that shot of her flying, I thought was one of the best looking flight shots that I've seen. And maybe it's because it was not daytime and so it looked less less fake for some reason. I don't know, but it looked great. It yeah, looked awesome.
0: No, I agree. That was really, it was the whole, this whole episode, all the f- special effects were really well yeah. done.
1: Yeah, um, it, it really was, really
0: was. Yeah.
1: Um, listen, before
0: we move on,
1: I want to say a quick word about our friends over at InStockTrades.com. They are uh, the great source for buying your comic books whether you want to buy your collected editions or whether you want to buy your single issues uh and dcbservice.com are your two destinations to do that um, you can save 42% and and upwards really you often can can find deals eh, 50 60 70% uh, and and up it's really really the the best place to buy these books A book that uh, I think is a really good pick right now uh, is uh, Superman, the Man of Steel, Volume 2, the trade paperback. Um, And this is by uh, John Byrne and and Marv Wolfman uh, with with art by John Byrne himself and Dick Giordano and Jerry Ordway and all these great artists. Um, It covers uh, the first appearance of, uh, uh, the first post crisis appearance, I should say, of Lex Luthor and Metello. Mm. Um so it's a it's a great, very thematically appropriate book. Um it's the beginning of the you know sort of legendary uh Man of Steel Run by by John Burns, the volume two, so so very near the beginning. Um it's normally twenty bucks, nineteen ninety-five, a fair price for a good sized trade paperback. But at in stock trades, you'll save forty-two percent and only pay eleven dollars and fifty-seven cents great deal in my book um and and a, and a really fantastic book you've got uh introductions to all these great characters um you know including like Perry White and all these you know these beloved characters uh and like I said Lex Luthor and Metallo and Darkseid all make their first um, post crisis appearances. So awesome, awesome thing to check out. I've, I very much recommend it. You can pick it up at instocktrades.com. And again, you can get your single issues at dcbservice.com, including your digital comics. So if you go to dcbservice.com, click on the link there uh, to comicsology and you can get 5% back. Uh, every time you buy digital comics through that link, so uh, it kind of keeps it keeps the fun rolling, and and you, you you keep funding. The more you spend, the more you fund your habit, and 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 save some money. So um, check them out: instocktrades.com dot com and DCB as in Discount Comic Book Service dot com. And thank you very
0: much to them for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let's bring it home. Bring it home. The kryptonite explodes possibly killing metallo probably not because if he can survive without the kryptonite in prison then he could probably survive the fake kryptonite blast i just i'm, I'm still as Kara said he literally has no heart that so was, how I, is he yeah. living without kryptonite yeah but I, don't know. I, I don't know it's fine it's fine don't worry about it it's fine everything's fine um and so supergirl and martian manhunter escape it's all well and fine but so do lena and cyborg superman with that crazy little metal box that will maybe discover what it is one day maybe we will maybe we won't who's to say perhaps the producers they're there to say they're going they will know the writers they will also probably know um snapper refuses to say he was wrong but instead settles on that's the news cycle your gumption annoys me to no end that was great yeah um and by that i think he means uh oh certainly her gumption but also her her ability to not be objective. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <that> yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, but again, again, she was right. So it worked out one day. She's not going to be right though. Yeah. Like, she's going to get it wrong and that's going to be a hard lesson for her. Yep. Um, and so, uh, but James, James also apologizes, you know, he, he understands he's been trying to protect her and that she's been doing the same for him. And so they both kind of settle on, you know what? It's fine. Let's just go back to being friends. Let's have a game night. And I was really excited to hear that because they haven't had one in, they haven't had one in a long time. And I hope that there's pizza and pot stickers when they do. I'm sure there will be. And probably ice cream. Probably ice cream too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably ice cream. Um, all good stuff. Oh, I've turned the page. I was like, Oh, I can't, I can't get that far (laughs) because I've turned the page. Um, we get another heart to heart with Lena and Card to friend. They say like Lena's like, you know, I've never had a friend like you before. One that just believes in me or maybe a friend at all. Who's to say, you know, yeah. She's never had family like her either. She says, yeah, that's yeah. Which based uh, on this episode is, is true. Uh, see. Yeah. It also looks like, uh, it, it also looks like she is she's hiding something it flashes back to yeah flashes back again 20 years earlier and lena checkmates lex uh, yes which is i think a hugely significant moment because lex luther is one of the smartest people in the world and so if you have a younger child checkmating lex luther they're they're telling you that lena is smarter than lex she is not to be underestimated yeah yeah a, any stretch of the imagination mm-hmm um, and so, and she's like, I like this game, you know, winning the game of winning that I'm going right. to do me, Lena Luther. Uh, and so we wonder if she is playing, is she playing a bigger game? She's got that chessboard out on her table, uh, at her little, I in her office. She picks up a white knight, uh, which is a, well, a white knight is significant in the realm of checkmate, the government agency. So. Maybe there's there is something to checkmate. Or maybe, maybe. they're just using chess as their you know, maybe they're just using chess. Maybe it doesn't have anything to do as with a checkmate metaphor at all. all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, not being a chess player, I, I wouldn't necessarily pick up on some of those things. So if anyone is an expert chess
0: player, I'd love to hear well um a POV on that. What I really like about her picking up the knight is that knights move L's and she's Lena oh, Luther. Oh
1: yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. Maybe, nice. it, maybe See, that's it's, something I wouldn't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just that. I don't know. That's just that's kind of fun. Um, and so also they're cool horses. So whatever. That uh, too. Yeah.
1: Not bad horses.
0: No, no. The She is the thoroughbred of sin, though. That's what she's telling us. <laughs> her brother definitely is. Yeah, right. Um, and so Kara has Monel come to her apartment and she she tells him a couple of things that I thought are really interesting. But one thing she says, which is actually kind of hard to admit is that she doesn't like being vulnerable. She is, yeah. the, she is the girl of steel and yes. vulnerability is not in her character. Um, or she doesn't think it is anyway. Um, because she is kind of, she is very open about herself in a lot of ways. So I think she is more vulnerable than she even thinks she is. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously and you know she says you know we're very different you're a dude bro and i'm the personification of the american way uh (laughs) an arrogant
1: dude bro that's important
0: did she say arrogant dude bro (laughs)
1: you're an arrogant dude bro and i'm the personification of the american way um something i thought in this scene um i I talked before about one of the themes of the episode to me was uh admitting you're wrong or or you know having a prejudice and, and and having that prejudice be proven wrong yep um that was true of snapper and james for sure and win mm-hmm. for that matter and alex and all of them when they all thought that well lena's obviously obviously guilty and then it turned out they were wrong and then here kara um admits that you know when i first met you i thought you were this arrogant dude bro and i found you annoying but over time you, know, you every time you proved me wrong every time you were tested you proved me wrong um so i think that kind of ties in here too
0: yeah that's um well that that's funny because the Kara this is the whole episode like is Kara going you know I was right You know and so and here she is you know I was Right about Lena I was right about this I was right about this and there We get to Manel, and you You've proved me wrong You know yep. which that that's the The vulnerable side she doesn't like so much She yes Kara Apart from all her mellowness also I think She's she likes to win in Her own little sure way Sure, she does yeah. yeah Um. So it's very interesting So we get we we so car says you know like i i chose earlier earlier this season i chose between you know having a boyfriend having a relationship and and being supergirl and i chose supergirl um but maybe i can actually have it all um and it looks like she can't because there's a <laughs> there's an almost kiss but then mr i'm gonna screw this up i can never say it mix mix feels spit, spit lick, lick. Mixes Spitlick, I can never say it, ever It's I hard always say, I always say Mixle Pitlick, which I know isn't right But that, I think in the old, like,
1: filmation cartoons That's how, they said, like, missile Plick Or something um, like that Mixle But, but, uh, when Gilbert Gottfried was on the Superman the Animated Series That's how, that's how I learned how to pronounce it He says Mix-yes-spit-lick this- Mixes Spitlick.
0: Mixes Spitlick. Mystic Spitlick. It's so That's hard. That's okay. You have until next week to figure it out. Oh, Mixel Spitlick. Okay. So, uh, so anyways, Mr. Mr. Sp- uh, Mr. Mr. M. Mr. M. <laughs> uh, Mr. M, uh, shows up who is a, uh, dimension. I mean, in the comics, he is a dimension from the, he is a dimensional being from the fifth dimension.
1: Yes. He's uh, an imp
0: from the fifth dimension. An imp from the fifth dimension. Uh, and he's, incredibly powerful and he's just a big trickster like there's not he's not he's not evil he's just he's a goober he likes
1: to play pranks he likes likes to trick people
0: yeah he's just a goober he's he's got a wide he's a long history he goes all the way back to 1944 way back yeah yeah Yeah, superman 30 what a like huge huge um hugely important character to the superman mythos um but I uh, so I'm curious if he's if this is going to be like I've encountered Superman before and now I'm after Supergirl. I'll be curious where this goes. Um, but that's the end of this episode. And so before we talk about the trailer, would you like to say anything?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of I kind of said it already about the, the theme of of being proven wrong um, and, and about not relying on your prejudices. I really enjoyed the Luthers. I could have used more Lex. Um, but I could always use more Lex. I hope we, I hope we see him m- uh, more. Um, I do think, you know, obviously, uh, Lillian, aka Dr. Cadmus Luther, uh, mm. will be making another appearance, even though, uh, y- yeah, I think we, you know, she was helicoptered away, so she'll for sure make another appearance. She's got, um, she's
0: got that tiny metal box. Like, she's, she's, the, sh- little, she's coming back. Yep. Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, I would love to know what that is. I really, since they have, um, Cadmus in the mix here, I would love to see Connell. Um, mm. since you've got you've got a Lex in this universe university, there's a there's a Clark. Um, we have Cadmus. Those are all the ingredients you need for connell and that would be a great way to keep otherwise, Cadmus relevant. Otherwise known
0: as Superboy. For otherwise for,
1: known as, as as Superboy. Um, I would love to I would love to see that, but that is uh just total fanboy uh wishing. Yeah, but i I really enjoyed. I thought this was a great episode. Like you said, the effects were awesome. It was very effects FX, FX heavy uh episode and they did a great job with it mm-hmm.
0: i thought so i really yeah i liked it a lot um i think the i'm curious if the the prison set was um was just ref. i think it was it's the, it was the same it's the same set for Livewire, um from two weeks ago probably because um, it's, it's in the same part of the it's in the same part of the prison um, it's the hallway at the end, at the end of the same cell at the end of the hallway just yeah, slightly it, it redressed. Was. Yeah, good. I like it. I I, I like good eye. set redressing. Anyway, um, so where can the people find us, Frank?
1: They can find us at SupergirlTVTalk.com. They can email us at SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com. They can follow us on Twitter at TV Supergirl. You can also find us at Thought Bubble Audio com which is that's that's the the network for for all these shows uh and you can find this show as well as beer with geeks which is our pop culture show and you can find the marketers next door which is our social media marketing show uh but they can also leave us itunes reviews which over a hundred of them have
0: uh, over yes 100 over people over a hundred people have rated rated and reviewed us on itunes and we're going to hear from some of them right now uh we have um uh, Debbie Pippin, "It's All Right to Cry" from Mark D. five Stars. Um, it says you guys are great, and I love the "free to be you and me" reference that I made all the way back in November. To which either it was either you or Palmer that said nobody's seen that no one knows what you're talking about it was definitely palmer that doesn't sound like something you would say frank i didn't know the reference either but i think it was palmer but he does debbie pippen it's all right to cry thank you so much mark d827 for validating my life and my brain um and frank i guess thank you too um sure Love their dulcet tones. Theo drags mm. five stars. I almost, but not quite, look forward to the dulcet tones of Tim and Frank as much as the weekly Supergirl episode. Great conversation <laughs> analysis and hair. Keep up the good work.
1: <laughs>
0: that's good. So that's good. We, we he almost looks forward to or yeah he almost or, almost oh, almost we're almost almost as good as the sh- as the show itself. That's pretty great. <laughs> um, favorite podcast five stars from Mimi Whoa. C ten nineteen. I listen to a lot of TV show podcasts, most of them awful, and this one is hands down my favorite. Most TV podcasts, I don't even make it through the whole thing, but I can listen to Frank and Tim talk for two hours and be upset the episode is over too soon, or so soon, sorry. Their discussion is thoughtful and informative while also entertaining. Tim's singing is always a bonus. I didn't sing at all this episode. No, wait. No, I did. Never mind. Just kidding. Uh, they're very knowledgeable about the comics without being judgmental about the choices the show makes that are sometimes different. Overall, super enjoyable. Keep up the good work. Thank uh, you, Mimi. I think we know Mimi from Twitter, so I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. That's very good. And one last one for today. I have great podcast five stars from Wilk. W i l c k m h. So Wilk Mitch Will I can't say that it's not. It's not going to happen. Will C k m h. Love the podcast. I don't have a comics background, and Frank and Tim's knowledge of the comics provides so much awesome background info that it really enhances my viewing experience. Plus, Tim is the best cyborg. Thank you, thank you, person whose name I can't pronounce. Um. You know, because those letters don't form don't form a word. Uh, there will be more. There will be more reviews right out for the next episode. But there you have it. Those are all of them for now.
1: Very cool. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes, please do. If you're if you're listening right now on iTunes and you haven't subscribed yet, actually, if you're listening in any app and you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. If you have already subscribed, tell a friend right now. Tell a friend, tweet them, text them, Facebook something. Tell someone. Tell all your friends Call about them, the podcast. Me
0: if you want to reach
1: me. That's it. And leave us leave us a uh, an iTunes review right now. Five stars. I'm beeping you because I want to reach you. That's what you should say. I'm beeping you because I want to reach you. Five stars.
0: Cool. Good stuff. Okay, well, Frank, this is fun as always. I really liked I really liked this episode. Um, So before we talk about the trailer, um, I guess that would be my my final my final wrap up for all those things. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I really, I really, I dug this episode a lot. I like diving into the history of the Luthers in this universe. Me too. It was, it was good. It was good fun. Really. I good hope fun. we get more. Yeah, I'm. Mean, I'm sure we will. Okay, so, uh, trailer talk. Um, Supergirl's kid. They're
1: finally getting married.
0: Yeah, Mr. M and Supergirl finally getting yeah. married.
1: Yeah. Uh, th- this, this is gonna be a fun episode. Mixie Spitalik is is always a fun character. This Chaos agent, always funny. And even when Howie Mandel plays him and I think I think uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. That was Lois and Clark, right? Yes it was.
0: Yeah, Howie Mandel played yeah. him on Lois and Clark. Yeah. Season four yeah. it was a Christmas episode. It was a Christmas episode. He looked like an elf. Yes he Threws did. Dressed up like an elf. Yep. Yeah, it was that was a fun episode. Um It was. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I mean the the trailer doesn't show it shows a lot, but it doesn't show really anything at the same time. Like it's just yeah. like it's a lot of hijinks you know yes and so as expected yeah and so it looks to be like a fun valentine's day episode you know nothing does, yes. nothing special just you know maybe uh no i shouldn't say nothing special but i mean nothing uh you know um okay I, I can't think of the right word um it's not going to be it's not going to be a revelatory episode maybe you know it's going to be yeah it's probably yeah t- you just yeah. got a big. you just got a big rel- you got two big Heart heavy episodes back to back, you know. Maybe we'll give you a break and have some fun with Mister Mister M- piglick I think
1: you're right. I think it's going to be a fun, just a fun episode. You know, not a lot of mythos revelations, um, exposition. Maybe something at the end. You know, maybe at the end we'll get some kind of cliffhanger. Always do. Be, always do. Always do. Keep, keep you, you know, so we we expect that. But um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it will be. Uh, Just a fun episode of, you know, lean back, enjoy it, have fun. Now, we are told that this is going to be a big Sanvers episode, a big uh, Maggie and Alex episode. But they didn't really tease that.
0: No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. So saving. That's cool. So we're saving it all for what's to come. And so, yeah. so maybe the hijinks are going to be on Kara's side, but there actually maybe will be some really groundbreaking, you know, heart-throbbing stuff on the Sanders side, you Could know, be. and Could they're not, and, yeah. yeah, and they're holding out on us. So that will be either way. I'm looking forward to it as always. So until next time, up, up and away.